Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining us on the line is the president and owner of the Collingwood Blues. We say hello to David Steele. David, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. A little cold, but I'm doing very well, John. <laughs> David, I got to say, you know, uh, this pandemic, uh, the on and off, the closed, the unclosed, uh, the opening up of things has been a nightmare and a challenge for so many people. But I can't believe how devastating this must be for OHL hockey. Well, the OJHL has been on and off for the last two years, and it is devastating, mostly for the players. Um, we've all played our sports and had our memories. These kids are suffering, uh, mostly mentally, and, and, and that's why we are constantly uh, checking in, supporting. Um, we do have um, a player assist program that, that works very well with the players to ensure their mental health is, is good. And uh, obviously there's a lot of things we're trying to do in the community to engage youth, uh, anything from our backyard rink competition, that our contest that's going on, um, to our hot dogs for hockey that happens on Friday night at Mike Jackson GM. I think it's it's important to point out that at the OHL level and, and the level that the Collingwood Blues are at, a lot of these players, this has been their their in their financial and and emotional investment to getting on to uh, secondary education and getting that paid for and moving on maybe even professionally. Yeah, like a lot of the players playing uh, what I can well, what's what's categorized as elite sports, mm-hmm. like the OHL is like your Barry Colts, and we're the Ontario Junior Hockey League, which is the tier two to the OHL. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not considered um, elite. That's why we're at a pause right now. Right. Um, teams like the Barry Colts are playing, but without fans. But um, regardless of that, to answer your question, um, players are missing opportunities for scholarships. Um, some are going to the U.S. to play. And uh, we're losing a lot of really good players. And others are just sitting and waiting and hoping and uh, doing whatever they can to train off ice or in their small backyard rinks or outdoor rinks in their communities across Ontario. David, I've noticed in the rhetoric regarding whether games are happening, whether we're able to come to the to the arena, to the uh, Eddie Bush to see the games, the rhetoric is never that the games are canceled. It's just that they're on hold. Uh, you have every intention of completing this season. Yes, like uh, I'm one of the board of directors for the Ontario Junior Hockey League, and one of our mandates this year that we're really pushing for is to complete our season. Uh, As you know, and any hockey fan knows, playoffs are all bonus. Um, So this year we have several different contingency plans to ensure that we're going to get 26 home games this year at the Eddie Bush Memorial. And uh, that's our commitment, and I believe we'll get it. Um, we're extending the season. We're already booking games that we missed in January into March, where we usually would be in playoffs. Um, I guess the adjustment or the change will simply be, um, that we, you know, shorten our uh, playoff rounds, or we may lose a provincial or national championship because of the, uh, I guess you call it the pause or the lockdown. I don't know what. We so, so there's a potential. We may not have a a championship team this year? Well, there will be a, a, an Ontario Junior Hockey League championship team out of the 22 teams in the province that uh, compete right. for, for that, which is the Buckland Cup. Um, but but your national championship, where we would be traveling, right. say, to BC okay. or, 
you know, we, we're going to probably, uh, the whole CJHL, which is Canadian Junior Hockey League, is going to probably shut down that right. uh, in order for the leagues to get their full seasons. And it's all a matter of timing. We need to be done playing hockey by the end of May mm. so that we can start the new season, which starts June 1st. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, certainly in terms of the, the mechanism of hockey, the, you know, you can pick things up. Uh, are you at all disappointed in the fact that, boy, that the Eddie Bush, I haven't in, in recent memory, I haven't seen it so electric and so exciting, not just in terms of what you're putting on the ice, but, but everything that goes around it, the whole sports entertainment, it just seems that there's been so much momentum and electricity and then it gets shut down. Well, it's, it's, you know, I, I, all I could say is that it was electric, you know, even having uh, people like yourself uh, entertaining in the lounge. Um, I think uh, Ontarians in general are just due for mm. some normal entertainment, some live uh, hockey, some, I call it the, the five cents, you know, like we've been watching TV and screens and, and, and you just don't get that smell. You don't get that feel. You don't get that, uh, when, when there's, there's, uh, you know, a, a thousand fans in the Eddie Bush and we, uh, we score a goal, that, that feeling of, uh, you know, everybody else around you is so excited. And, uh, I think I think we're we're long overdue to get back. Um, I think that with our protocols and our processes uh, for our game day operations, uh, we were proud to to say that we didn't have any transmissions uh, at our game, and that that's exciting mm-hmm. uh, data that we're sharing with the uh, health unit. As always, um, I'm, I'm making efforts to try and get hockey going again. Uh, within the lockdown and outside of the lockdown, of course. Uh, let's talk a bit about the entertainment side that, that you mentioned. It's been my uh, p- pleasure to be able to perform uh, at the Eddie Bush for the, uh, for the hockey games, and it's an interesting setup because you have a bit of a pregame party and then a postgame party, and it, it just seems to be a neat addition, and you've had some of the best of, of local entertainment to going through that lounge. Now, I know Strange Potatoes, we were all pumped about this Friday. That for sure isn't going to happen, but can we cross our fingers that we'll be there on the 28th? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good question. Um, uh, we, we always plan to be operating when the lockdowns are scheduled to be off. Like we're diligently working and my entire staff is still, um, you know, on, I guess on payroll, there's nobody been laid off. We haven't packed our bags. We are ready to go. Uh, we just need that, that thumbs up or that green light from, uh, our premier and uh, we're back at it uh, like nothing happened um, and talking to the entertainment that was a, um, a great idea this year we we uh, had planned to include entertainment uh, pre-game in between the in, in between the periods and after the game to try and uh, reach out and uh, and kind of uh, attract a different clientele uh, not maybe not just the avid hockey fan but an entertainment fan because uh, what we're trying to achieve is an overall entertainment package at a really reasonable price for your entire family. On a very positive note, you must be uh, very pleased at the response 
of the community supported the team, even though the team's not on the ice right now because of the COVID hold. Uh, I'm speaking, of course, of the hot dogs for hockey events. Uh, they've been very successful. Yes. Um, I'm excited about hot dogs for hockey. Of course, as soon as uh, we were locked down, which was quite a shock to us uh, early January, um, I started thinking ahead and going, what's going to happen to hockey in Collingwood in 10 years um, without enrollment of youth in hockey and uh, learn to play or learn to skate programs? We might have a void. I'm, I might be looking for local Collingwood kids to play on the Blues 10 years from now, and there may not be any. Mm. So uh, for me, Hot Dogs for Hockey was a way to raise money um, to engage the youth of Collingwood and try and get them back playing hockey. So once the lockdown's over, um, the pause, we'll call it a pause because it sounds better. Okay. Um, <laughs> pause, you can unpause real yeah. easy. Um, but uh, once that's over, we're going to schedule some community events for all ages, um, all genders, uh, to come and learn the game and, and fall in love with mm. hockey again. It is our national sport. And Hot Dogs for Hockey uh, at Mike Jackson GM every Friday night, 5 to 7, is a way to raise money to pay for such events. And uh, it's been overwhelmingly successful. We have a goal of $4,000 in the month. Uh, we're at around seventeen fifty in two of the events, so we're about halfway there. And I think um, as the crowds grow every Friday night that we're going to hit our goal and uh, – I'm excited about that because if I could save one little boy or girl from <laughs> from not engaging in hockey and they become, you know, something pretty wonderful or even just um, become a better person because if they played sports, that's it's all worth it. These are Friday nights. It starts at, at what time? And it's, it's I guess it's like a drive-through uh, where you can, for five bucks, support the team but also get yourself a hot dog and a ticket. Yeah, so it is a drive-through. We're 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 obviously operating uh, with all the protocols in place. Um, you roll up, you get a hot dog. Usually, it's going to be a, one of the local uh, players like Marcus Lahid or Will Reddick serving it up to you, and uh, you get a fifty-fifty ticket at the same time. And uh, you know, lots of smiling faces. There's. That's the one thing about Collingwood is it's such a great place to have a hockey team. It's the community is just so supportive in every way, shape, or form, uh, from our businesses that support and sponsor and advertise with the Blues, uh, right to our community that just absolutely loves hockey. Um, you see a lot of familiar faces from the arena showing up. Um, we we thought about it, and and you know there's nothing to do on a Friday night when the games aren't going, so. Hot dogs for hockey is the Friday night thing. David, if people want to check in with uh, the Collingwood Blues, find out more, keep tabs on whether games are happening, whether we're still on pause, where should they go? Well, our social is probably the most update. So check us out on Facebook at Mike Jackson GM Collingwood Blues, uh, Instagram as well, same handle, or Twitter. Um, we usually engage most there. Uh, we do send out updates to all our season and founders um ticket holders um so you know like that's usually the best way uh point streak is our website uh if you google collingwood blues um less up to date but still gives you the updated schedule as it comes to mm. us 
David Still is president and owner of the Collingwood Blues. David, thank you for joining us here and talk to the town. Thank you, John. Stay warm. Another 95 won the Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.